Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Claire Lomas, Career Development Editor at RCNI, which publishes Nursing Standard and a nurse by background. Today's episode is all about life as a newly registered nurse. Starting your first nursing role is a hugely exciting time, but making the transition from nursing student to newly registered nurse can also be nerve wracking. Securing a role that is the right fit for you with the right support at the right time is crucial if you were to thrive in your new career. But how do you go about getting your first job and what should you be looking for in a good employer? Well, I have just the person to provide the answers to these questions and many more. Bethany Tuckwood, a newly registered nurse in the emergency department at St Richard's Hospital in Chichester in Sussex and co-lead of the RCN Newly Registered Nurse Network. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Bethany. Hello. So to begin with, can you tell us how long you've been qualified for and how you are finding life as a newly registered nurse? Um, so I qualified in December 2021, but took a couple of months off and officially started my first position in the emergency department in February of this year. Um, it's been quite a strange experience to go into um, the department as a staff nurse. Um, people start introducing you as the nurse looking after like XYZ patient and you start to feel, oh, is that me that they're talking about? Because um, you still kind of think, oh, I'm still a student nurse. So even like the language to start with takes um, a little bit of time to get used to. Um, and it can be quite tough, um, especially because you now have your peer and it doesn't mean that you're now competent to do everything that is asked of you. Um, so I think it's um, just about being honest and open about what you can and cannot do and relying on the support um, from the nurses around you. So you work in the emergency department. Can you tell us why you chose that setting and how did you secure your role? So what was the application process like? So it could seem a little bit strange. So I never actually had a placement in an emergency department. Um, but I think that's why I was actually quite intrigued to do it, because I wanted to do something that I've never done before. And I sort of thrive from being in a fast paced environment. And um, so I looked at jobs on just online on NHS jobs and started my application process. But as part of the application, um, I also did some bank shifts as a healthcare assistant um, at Southampton General Hospital in their emergency department. So I had some idea of what it was actually like um, before applying, which really helped strengthen my application. And I also contacted the matron um, from St Richard's Hospital and asked whether I could um, go and meet the team before applying and just sort of see what the atmosphere was like. Um, and I spoke to a newly registered nurse that had been in the post um, for about a year and just asked about what kind of support was available. And they were really positive. So um, it made me quite excited to apply. We know how important um, a positive working environment is to the recruitment and retention of nurses and that good employers put the health and well-being of their staff front and centre. So what makes a good employer in your view and what should nurses be looking for in a potential employer? So I think uh, retention um, at the moment is something that's discussed quite a lot um, in the media and um, it's something that I've seen to be quite a problem in an emergency department. There is quite a high turnover of staff. So I think the pressures at the moment make it difficult to necessarily always get the support that 
required of yourself. So I think um, you have to advocate for yourself and um, request for additional support if you need it. Um, but I think a good employer is somebody that listens to you and recognises um, when you're actually struggling and when you need support. Um, I've had sort of like different at different points um, during uh, the last sort of eight months. I've had meetings with uh, my line manager to sort of see where I'm at. And we had an education lead as well where we can request additional training. Um, so that's really important. Um, to ensure that um, I feel overall um, supported. And I think also the attitude of the staff um, that have been there for quite a while is really important in terms of making you feel like you are safe. Just because you have your pin, um, it doesn't mean that you're now competent to do everything that's asked of you. Um, so there, there's always going to be some things that you haven't done or you're doing them for the first time as a newly registered nurse. So you've got to draw upon um, your colleagues, even if it's just saying to them, please, can you come with me whilst I put in my first catheter as a registered nurse? Because you are under sort of like increased pressure because you want to get everything right when you're new and you want people to realise that you're hardworking. But at the end of the day, you've got to do it safely. So you need somebody with you to be like, yet yeah, just a little bit of reassurance that you're doing great. And I think to remember that also um, trust have different training, for example, like I haven't done my cannulation training. So um, being in a busy department, it can be difficult sometimes that um, I need to request that other staff actually put in cannulas for me. Um, and obviously they're busy as well. So sometimes it's about swapping jobs. So if somebody's going to do like a cannula for you, perhaps you can offer to do a different job for them. So it's to have that shared understanding that really works. Thank you very much. You mentioned support there and we all know that the first year after qualifying is known to be challenging and it's often described as uh, sink or swim. Uh, research also shows that newly registered nurses leave the profession at a higher rate than those in any other year of experience. So a good preceptorship programme is key to getting the best start. What is your experience of preceptorship and how important do you think a good preceptorship programme is for newly registered nurses? Um, so the perceptionship programme I found um, really useful to meet um, people that are also newly registered um, within the whole hospital. Um, and it's a safe space where you can come together like the first sort of like 20 minutes to half an hour of each of the sessions that we have are more about checking in and about well-being. We talk about things that are going well and things that um, perhaps aren't going quite so well. And often it's about working together and having those discussions and like helping each other problem solve things that perhaps maybe um, aren't going so well so and you kind of realize that you're not the only person um, that feels like you do like some days you feel extremely stressed about being newly registered but then there's other people that feel very similar so it makes you um, have that connection with people um, and in regards to the perceptorship programme, we've been offered um, different training in different areas. Um, so you learn about sort of like NG tubes, um, sessions on dementia. But these are, it's like a safe space where you can ask um, additional questions that perhaps you don't always have time, like in, day to, in your day to day role. Um, 
So yeah, and the perceptorship team have always sort of been available as well if you need to email them in between the sessions. So that's really useful. Thank you. You mentioned health and well-being there, which is obviously really, really important for nurses. And maintaining your own health and well-being can be hard, though, as we know, as busy as a busy nurse, particularly if you're new to the profession with all the pressures that that brings. So how do you look after your own health and well-being? And do you have any advice for others on how they, um, they can maintain a good work life balance? So health and well-being, um, I agree, is extremely important and um, as you sort of progress to become a newly registered nurse, um, I think your life can be quite consuming by the fact that you're coming across so much like new terminology and things that you might not have heard of yet. So there's this like pressure to sort of be reading up outside of work. And um, so you really need to set clear boundaries about when you're going to do that extra reading, when you're going to switch off. Um, so I'd say like it's important to have a hobby and social life so that you have uh, things other than work because we're not just nurses, we're also the people um, that also have lots of different things happening in our own lives. So you need to create a safe space in which you can offload and you can look after your own well-being. So it's just drawing upon friendships. Um, and what I found particularly useful is um, staying in contact with people that was on my course. Uh, we have a WhatsApp group, so we check in to see like how each of us are doing, um, which is, yeah. Lovely, thank you very much indeed. But this brings us on to um, a, an issue that many nurses find very difficult, which is raising concerns. Now, this is a, a vital part of the nurse's role. And under the uh, Nursing and Midwifery Council Code, nurses have a duty to raise concerns. But we know that speaking out can be incredibly hard, particularly for nursing students and newly registered nurses. So what advice would you have for others about raising concerns? Have you had to do this yourself? And why, why is this such an important thing in nursing? Um, so I had some experience of doing it as a student um, so I think that really helped because I had um, the university support um, so it made me it makes me feel um, a lot more confident now if I needed to raise a concern um, within my workplace. I think working in the emergency department um, there's always day-to-day -day concerns that you have to raise and that might just be about staffing or patients um, being in particular bed spaces. Um, for example, if they're at risk of like falls, you wanna make sure that they're in your site. Or if you don't necessarily agree with um, certain discharge planning, you've got to have the confidence to be able to speak up to doctors or social workers. Um, so just raising your voice and being an advocate and remembering that's why we went into the profession at the end of the day, we're there for the patients and we are the eyes and the ears like on the shop floor um, as a figure of speech that we have a duty um, to raise any concerns and make sure that our patients are safe. Um, I know that the RCN have a toolkit um, that you can actually use um, if you're um, if you have any doubts about raising concerns or if you've had any sort of um, sort of negative feedback or people aren't particularly listening to you, um, but it all comes down to having a supportive manager, I think. Absolutely. Yes, that is really, really important, isn't it? So you've been qualified for almost a year now, so that brings us to revalidation. Although it may seem like a long way off when you're a newly registered 
as though three years can absolutely fly by. So have you started preparing for revalidation yet? And what advice would you have for other newly registered nurses who are revalidating for the first time? So it's something that was actually spoken about um, just before we qualified actually from university. Um, the exact same thing that you've said to me, how three years fly and often people forget about it until the last few months when they have to do it. So that's kind of been drummed into me. Um, and it's also talked about on the Perceptorship programme. Part of our Perceptorship module is to record feedback. Um, and I know part of revalidation is collecting feedback from um, peers um, and also patients. So I've already started to sort of collect some feedback. Um, even like written feedback is quite difficult um, to get in the emergency department, but I've done it as a reflection piece um, and I found that really useful um, and a part of the perceptorship module we're provided with an online portfolio so I've been able to record it in a format where I could just copy and paste it um, in preparation for my revalidation um, in a couple of years time. So would you say it's important to get organised and start collecting your evidence early? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Because you don't want to be sort of rushing around in the last few months and sort of that and leading to a, a panic about it. Absolutely, yes, that would definitely add to the stress, wouldn't it? And um, can I just ask you, Bethany, as well, um, where can newly registered nurses find um, support and advice? So as like we've said, you can get support from friends and family and colleagues. Um, are there any online communities or groups that um, nurses, newly registered nurses can join, for example? So we have the RCN Newly Registered Nurse Network, which is an online uh, platform on Twitter. Um, and being part of that, we often have uh, people write to us. Um, it could be a public tweet asking for advice or it could be um, by private message. Um, so a lot of that is to do with um, signposting um, newly registered nurses about where they can get help and um, advice. Um, I know that you can get um, some advice from RCN online, so you can, um, there's counselling advice, there's careers advice, uh, financial advice as well, um, but there's also um, other things out there like Nurse uh, Lifeline, which is a listening service, um, which I've used actually once, so if you have a particularly uh, difficult shift and perhaps you haven't had um, any time to sort of like debrief uh, with your team at work, then there are professional nurses that are at the end of the phone um, that will just provide a listening ear. Um, and sometimes it's just about offloading to somebody um, and then you can sort of go about your day and or maybe um, have a better night's sleep if you've actually sort of offloaded. Thank you very much. Yes, that's really important, isn't it, that you do get the chance to either debrief at the end of a shift or talk to somebody, especially if it's been a difficult shift. Thank you very much indeed, Bethany, for taking part in the podcast today. This has been a really great discussion with lots of advice for other newly registered nurses. RCNI holds virtual careers events focused specifically on students and newly registered nurses. And we also have live nursing careers and jobs fairs throughout the year with a packed CPD accredited seminar programme and a host of exhibitors looking to employ staff. All the details can be found at rcni.com forward slash rcni hyphen events. 
All the resources connected with this episode of the show can be found at rcni.com forward slash podcast, where you can also catch up on any episode you have missed or want to listen to again. We appreciate any feedback, so please do rate and review us on Apple or Spotify podcast, which will also help other people to find us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.